I'm fine. I'm per hey, I'm perfectly fine. I just didn't know if my I didn't trim my neck I'll hair. Back up. I like it like this better. It feels We're live better. Again, by the way. Good. Okay. I'm perfectly fine, <laughs> and I like this. Look, I'm backing up. Look at this. See, I'm not up. backing up. Now we're at two different positions again. Steve's upset. How does that look, Steve? We've reversed course. I'm gonna check the audio. Check the audio. Oh, on the actual. Oh yeah. Display. How do you think that sounds? Hey, for those of you that uh, we're on. We're on you. live at lunch and uh, starting early today. We're, well, we're not really starting. We're, right now, we are explaining why I panicked and turned it off. I thought it was on my Facebook, which is really not as good of audience. I mean, it's a great audience. If you're my friend, then you're wonderful, but it's different than the churches. Yeah. You've made a choice. Do you think that it's possible that another snake aficionado was watching that? Like, when you thought it was, if it was on yours. Do I don't have friends. I don't have friends like that. A snake guy might have been on there? <laughs> I, no, I don't. I don't think if, no. I don't have friends like that on do Facebook. You, I have real friends. That, do you think that, uh, do you? I'm just going to keep moving it back until I can sit back as far as possible. This is as far back as mine goes. So I don't have a gigantic boom that you have, so I have to lean up a little bit and be awkward. I, uh, do, I, do you think everybody knows that you're a snake guy? Like, do you think that everybody? I think everybody in the church knows now, which is fine. That you have four snakes? Uh-huh. And if you have an unwanted snake, specifically a red-tailed boa, you can comment in the comments below. That's, no. <laughs> it's not illegal what? to trade snakes. Yes, it on... is. It's 100% not allow selling on Facebook. Or rehome is the fancy word for sell. I think that's neat. They need to be, do you like to say reticulating? I like to, but my wife does not want a reticulated python. They get to be 20 feet long. It she would, said we'd have to keep it in your office. Zoe will never be big enough for that snake. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever be big enough for that snake. Do you think I mean, that think if it two was of full us, size in, in Hungary, that if I walked into your house, it would eat me? It wouldn't eat you, but it would take you down. You're, humans are not made for snakes to be eaten. Uh, one, we're too salty. Two, we have shoulders. Shoulders that are very hard to get past. Because you think about it, they start at your head. And then I don't want to think about it. That's like I've lived, <laughs> I've lived quite a long time not thinking about being eaten by a snake. Okay, well, I'm just telling you. The answer is no. It okay. could take you down. It would hurt really bad. You'd have to go to the hospital to get stitches. Because its fangs are large. Well, they're not that large, but they're there's a lot of them, and the bite is pretty significant. Are we at 1210 yet? Yeah, we can there. stop talking about we're snakes. Uh, no, we're not. 1209. Keep going. Wait, no, I Next week, we'll talk about your hobby. I did. Uh, I will have two lamps. Two lamps. By then. Oddly I, enough, because your, your hobby is woodworking. Woodworking. There's not a lot of wood on the first lamp that you made. Uh, but it's, it's, like 10 but it's an wood. interesting piece of wood that I think it will lose. A lot of people won't be interested in it. But Don't appreciate the wood. Yeah. It, I don't appreciate it, but it was... What is it, maple? It was a walnut. Walnut. It's very I don't heavy. know why I always... I, heavy. Wood, heavy, hard, uh, very good for a lamp base. It is very nice. If you go into Jesse's office... Okay, two things. We just talked about my hobbies and his hobbies. If you walk into Jesse's office, you will see the evidences of his hobby. Because they're socially acceptable. And mine yes. will never be in my office. Because they're a deviant you can always behavior. Come, no, that's not true. Yes, it's a deviant <laughs> behavior. That's a misgiving. That's not true at all. The fork. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> yes, thank you, Miss hey, Rowland. Listen, we're, we're going to start a podcast, uh, Jesse and I, yep. in the near future, within the next week. Mm-hmm. It's called Dad Does. Dad Does. And it's going to talk about all the things that Dad does. And we're going to most, we're going to have a lot of guests. A lot of guests. Who have expertise mm-hmm. in the field of doing things. Yep. And so, for example, Steve will be one of our guests uh, when we talk about Dad does hiking. Hiking, camping. When Dad does camping. Uh, uh, and then we have you know car guys. We have sports yes. guys. We have uh, lots of just construction guys. I mean, just jobs, things like that. We're going to talk about all things uh, that Dad does. And... Um, some you may enjoy, some you may learn something new, others you may laugh a lot. Well, you're always going to laugh. Probably. Maybe, I mean, we'll think that it's funny, but exactly people laugh. Right. And but also- the point of this story is that if you like Jesse and I bantering about random things for about an hour, Dad Does Podcast is going to be your source for that. That's right. We're, uh, uh, so it'll hopefully be available in ITS formats. You can listen to it on your drive to uh, Houston each morning. Okay. If that's what you do. I'd like to say that if you haven't got Right Now Media, yep. uh, you need to do that. And you need to get it. Steve has already put the link in the comments, mm-hmm. uh, producer Steve. And uh, it's it, an invaluable thing. Mm-hmm. It's free. Free. It's a video resource, video-based resource for all the things that uh, you could possibly be going on in your life, your marriage, and your family. Uh, we're going through in our community group, one of the family uh, parenting. Oh, really? Good. Mm-hmm. That's Studies, fantastic. and it is it is very good. It's funny. Uh, it's well made. Most of them are fantastically made. And then there's some that are older, uh, and there's conferences. Like if you want to catch a conference, it's the oh man, that is it, the there, best there's part. a ton of resources yeah, for conferences and speakers and things like that. Professional uh, development, absolutely. And stuff for leaders, and then there's stuff for kids. Uh, there's lots of cartoons. That, uh, I think Steve sent me the actual old Veggie Tales are on there now. They're on there, not just the new cartoonish ones. Uh, which are fine, but uh, you know, for those of us that remember when there was actual VeggieTales uh, that were computer-generated, yeah, for sure. So anyway, that's Right Now Media. Now, if you just happen to click on this because it's live and it was two guys sitting behind some microphones, uh, we are beginning a study uh, that we call If, right? Yes. It's If by Mark, by Mark Batterson, based on the book. And uh, we do this each Tuesday afternoon uh, at 12.10 p.m., we sit and we talk about uh, the things that the study went over and we converse about it and we try to help you apply it to your life. And I think this study is perfect for that. Absolutely. Because I think if the beginning of the year is any indication, because at this point, what is it? We're three weeks into January. Yes. Most right. of most, you can uh, let us know in the comments. You don't have to tell us what it was that you didn't do, but, uh, let us know in the comments if you've already broken one of your New Year's resolutions. Uh, it's not a surprise anymore. It just happens. Right? Just life. So life if, in the big city. If, if a New Year's resolutions aren't working out for you, then I think that this study is actually a, a great, better option, actually, Absolutely. Than, than a New Year's resolution. Because New Year's resolutions are easy to walk away from, as is proven by the fact that almost everybody has already broken theirs. Yeah. The, the idea of what if... What if and what does God have for me is so powerful. Uh, If you watch that, listen, I don't know. I've watched the the introduction one three times now. And every time I get fired up, I get so excited thinking about the possibilities, the things that 
that, that God has in store. But the point of this study, we've gone through the, almost the whole thing. Yeah, we, have. we have to do something about it. Yeah, because you're either going to be saying, you know, right now you're saying, what if we did this? And if you don't, if God gives you that vision and you don't do it, then the only, on the other side you're going to be saying, if only. Right? That's right. If, if only, only I had. Uh, yeah, one of, some of my favorite things that we hit on and uh, talk about are the things that we regret are often the things we don't do. Now, we all know that. Mm-hmm. It's seldom, exactly true. Seldom do we regret making... So I put a lot of thought into this recently because I'm like, is that true? Right? Is that a truism? Why is there some things that I've done that I do regret? Typically, those are things that I've done that I knew I shouldn't do. Exactly. Right? That, those are that, the things that I do that I'm like, okay, this... And, and normally, honestly... At this point in life, I'm not making a whole lot of bad, massive regrets. Yeah, like I'm not making a whole know bunch of like social decisions that are bad, right? Like I'm exactly. not like some kind of weird clothing, right? You know, or I'm not, you know, I kind of know the way to walk through a conversation. So I'm Absolutely. typically, hopefully, not as much as I'd like to, but but most of those decisions are coming in the area of personal relationship, mm-hmm. or parenting, yep. or finances. Sure, where I'm going. And career. That's another one that most people... Yes. Yeah. Those are the things that I regret not doing. Career. Yeah. Right? The things that I do, the things that I've done that I regret the most are things that I already knew were wrong. Absolutely. Like but, when you were a kid as a teenager, or maybe later in life for some, uh, you know, you, you knew going into that party or having that drink or trying that yeah. whatever, you knew that was wrong. Right. And you regret those things. Yeah. And I just, but the things yeah. that you try with the greatest intention feeling that God has left, led you into it, yeah. those are the things that you don't regret. No, and you wished you'd done more. Mm-hmm. And you wonder, at the end of the day, what if I had done that thing? That's right. What if I had responded That's to the That's the if-only idea, right? Know. You know, uh, well, for example, for those of you that, if there's anybody watching this that has been around Magnolia for a couple decades, you're saying, if only I had invested in land. Yes. Because you'd be financially set for ever my at this point my grandpa told me one time this is like twenty five thousand dollars an acre on mm-hmm. 1488 mm-hmm. he's like well that's ridiculous it'll never be more than that <laughs> and i remember thinking well he must be right he's and, probably a genius and before that you know 10 years before that it was a thousand dollars an acre my dad bought five acres for twenty thousand that's pretty good but good you know you it, those things those are the type of things that especially in the area of of what is God leading us to? We need to think more in terms of what if, and then trust Him. Mm-hmm. And because that's that's what builds our faith. Those are the things that you always look back on and are so happy because it really usually has defined who you are, right? When you make those decisions, yeah, those are the defining. Those moments. are the defining moments in your life. You know, and each of us, when we think back in our lives, you can think back to those defining moments. What are the things that? were turning points that maybe you don't think about every day at this point, but when you trace back your life, mm-hmm. you go, man, that decision there and that decision there led to this. And that, those are awesome. Those are the things you remember at the end of life. Yeah. The boldest decisions that I made in life are the, the things I'm the most, I'm, I'm proud is not the right word, but you know what you're, you're, you're like, okay, those are the most defining things. They made the me. biggest difference. Yeah, they made the biggest difference. And they were the hardest mm-hmm. and they caused the most pain and, and, yes. and struggle, but they, at the end and well, and in the middle now, you can see that it was yeah. all worth it. Absolutely. Right. It was. And <clears throat> Mark Batterson talks about, 
the Howard Schultz decision, right? The three million dollar investment that turned into well billions at this point. Yes. Uh, you know that was a what if moment. That was a a moment in time where he said, "I know, I can see the vision, and now I have to step out in faith." Now, I don't know if Howard Schultz would say that God was prompting him, but sure. I think that you know it, the, it correlates to us, right? The truth is, for us as a church. We are at that what-if moment in time where population explosion is, is taking place. We have in front of us a great challenge and a great opportunity, and we don't want to be the church that's saying, if only. Yes. But instead, we're saying right now, what if we blank, do this, do that, right. to reach our community, to reach Magnolia, to reach a greater, to have a greater influence for Christ right now is the primed time for it. Couldn't be more right. Yeah, that's so true. And and on, honestly, all of us are at some journey to that if moment. Absolutely. We're all on a journey saying, yeah, it's, we're either being prepared for the next moment or we're being uh, groomed to make that moment now. But none of us will have that moment made for us. There, is none, there are none of us that, that it's just going to be, hey, go to one, then go to two, then go to three, and you're going to know for sure. It always takes faith and it always takes risk, and that's biblical. Absolutely. And that's exactly what had to happen. Uh, well, and Mark talks about, and, and what, what the truth is, is that you have to, you know, don't seek opportunity, seek God. Right. And that's the key for, yes. for Christ follower. If you seek God, then the opportunities will start presenting themselves. And so you have to ask yourself right now, am I seeking God? Or am I seeking opportunity? And if the answer is I'm seeking opportunity with the mask that I'm trying to do God's will, right. then it's not going to work out. But if you truly are seeking God, and that takes patience, what I've learned over the last year and a half of this journey is God's like, I know what you want, and I know that you're getting glimpses of the things that I have for you, but you have to be patient for me. And that's where we mess up usually because we, we think we get an idea, a glimpse of what God wants for us, and we just take off and leave him behind us. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, no, seek me first, right. and then the opportunities will come, and it will be clear as day. You won't be able to deny it because you're seeking me, and you know, you know what I want for you. But a lot of times we go, this seems right, I'm going. And then, then all of a sudden it blows up in our face and we go, oh, what was it? Well, we were just seeking ourselves and the, yes. the opportunities that we wanted for ourselves, the selfish desires that we have. That's a huge mind flip when you start, when you switch it. Right. Because you have to then be patient, which is out of your control. Mm -hmm. You have to trust God, which is, again, out of your control. But you have to understand that on the other side of it, it's so much better. Is producer Steve going to say something? Did we have a no. comment? Because he kind of he took, took his, his headphones, headphones off. Like, looked at yep, us, we're like, done here. Well, you crossed the line. Right? <laughs> I was like, well, I uh, thought it was okay. okay. So, but to your point, I, again, there's that's the rub, right? I don't know how to like. It's so hard, but but what I just keep going back to is that we did we don't need more information mm -hmm. about the current situation. I don't need to know more about the next move. I don't need to know more about the next possibility. I just need to know, like you said, more about God. More does he and want. when I find out more about him, then all of those things fall into place. And, and isn't it interesting though, as you learn more about God, the thing that you thought that you were so prepared for, the thing that you thought this is exactly where I'm supposed to be, 
is less. So right. much less, but so much better. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. And I will say, Mark talks about that, the thing that, that brings you so much passion, right? The thing that wakes you up at night. You know, all the things that, the things that makes your heart hurt, that you cry. What, what is that? That's your what if passion. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that this study is, is going to help you to dig through. That what if passion. And, and, and for me, I don't know about you, but I can be a chameleon pretty quickly and I can see what somebody else's what if is and I can go, ooh, that sounds right for me too. Right. And that's usually not right. Usually it's something very different. Yeah. But and, we want to know and so we jump on whatever somebody else's is. Right. And, and I think there's some things that I've just determined. I, here's some ways I know it won't. Here's, here's some things I know aren't indicators of whether it's the right move. Okay. So, so here's one thing that I've, I've thought about a lot. Just the popular opinion is not, Mm. doesn't, if if it's not the popular opinion, I feel like what God calls us to do at some point will have some amount of controversy in it. Not, not, not like make the news controversy, but like probably in your family unit controversy, maybe with your coworkers currently controversy, uh, you know, some maybe with your extended even with family. your friend group and yeah, your yeah, friend your family, group, yeah. people who give you input that are like, hey, but what about this? Or and they might even know you so well that they could easily highlight your shortcomings, mm-hmm. right? And it makes perfect sense, right? Like, and you're like, oh yeah, that's logical. And then that leads me to the next point. It's also not logical, right? It's not <laughs> what God calls us to do doesn't have to be logical, like as in, well, it just makes sense, or this just works out, or. Because I fell into the trap of going, okay, let me just look back, right? Because God's doing something, so what's he doing? And I started to go, oh. And then I started to put my own sort of mm-hmm. uh, algebra on it. Plus, you're talking to your friends. You're asking what their things and are. And then it makes sense. And then yep. you're like, oh, it must be this. I must be supposed to do this because I have this this amount and this, and that's not true. Well, and so it's a fine line, right? Because you, you are to seek wisdom. Well, You yes. are to seek uh, the the counsel of your close friends and your your allies and those kind of things, and so to to understand what is right and what is selfish or what is wrong, that's hard because you do want to talk to people. You it's important to talk to people. It's important to get around a body of believers and and say here this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm mm-hmm. hurting. And and for them to give you encouragement, but to know that also you've got some people around you that will not just say yes. Right. But instead, we'll say, "Have you considered?" Right. That's the other part too, because again, a lot of times your friends will just go, "Oh man, yeah, you're way better than that job," or "Hey, you're way better than uh, that spouse," or you know, all the different things that sometimes we get lured into thinking, "Yeah, this is a better decision." Instead, you need somebody that is a good, close, personal friend, but yeah. someone that does have the ability to go, "Man, I don't see it." Right. You know, and you almost have to seek that out a little bit. And you need to be able to balance it, right? Because I think, you know, I think it's innate that those who love you want the best for you according to what yeah. the world says is the best. Absolutely. And so I think you have to go, no, I know. Yes, you're right. <laughs> it isn't safe, right? So there's, I think there's never safe guarantees. I mean, mm. I don't uh, even God think God certainly doesn't safe. promise you safety uh, like that. And And so I think there's all these like social norms that, when you follow God, you break, and you just have to be prepared that when those kind of social norm flags go up, right? Not sinful, not inappropriate. I'm talking like, 
hey, but what about your kids? They'll have to move high schools. Or what about your mm-hmm. wife? Did this? Or what about your house? Or in this, that, and you all you, the different. Things, that's yeah. not logical. That is not well. That's not the thing that you should consider, right. because although it is, it is worth considering, right? And it is certainly something that you take when you make the conversation mm-hmm. with the families about all the different things that are happening. It's not the defining factor because right. if God wants, and the truth is though, what I found is when God's in it, everybody's on board. You know, you would say, especially everybody that matters. Yes. You know, when we started fostering, when you started fostering, it was a little weird. And there were some people that were like, oh, my gosh, you've ruined your family. Oh, my gosh, you've done this. How could you? Yeah, certainly. But everybody in our families, 100% were on board, as you like to say. Because, (laughs) you know, my kids, although they voiced some, you know, concern over, you know, did, did, has it taken away their time a little bit? Has it mm-hmm. made it a little? Have we been more strapped in sure. certain areas? Yeah, and, no doubt about that. You know, yes, but those are opportunities as a parent to say, right. "Listen, yeah, you know, it's been hard. We haven't been able to do all the things, and yeah, I'm I'm sorry we haven't been able to spend the same amount of time with you. But, but man, God's doing something so much bigger, and I think you have to see that. And mm-hmm. and a, your kid in when they have that normal moment goes and yeah you're right right and, and it ha- might happen at 20 you know absolutely when, they're get starting when they start to start when yeah when they begin their family they go oh wow yeah. i totally understand that, that now sense. and that's fine and you have to go through that a little bit and, and again that's controversial and it's not for everybody and there'll be a lot of people that probably disagree uh but and, again and they could find a hundred thousand people to agree absolutely with, and I totally get it and, yeah and again Life is full. And so I think what, here's the thing. I've never regretted that decision. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, the foster thing for our family is one of those that we look back and say, I don't have to say what if. I can say, look at what he did and look at how it worked. And it was an if only kind of where we had a choice and we made it. And yep. it was fortunate for us. And, and, and there was a lot of every, all the markers were there uh, of of being something that maybe if I wasn't more, resolute in the call and I didn't, you know, wasn't a passion that I, maybe I would have walked away because yeah. logically it didn't necessarily it didn't make, make sense. sense. But anyway, Hey, we're, this well, is seldom that we do this, but it's almost time. I know we've gone really far. Uh, but there was a lot of talk up front. That was, that was pre live at lunch. Yeah, we got pretty serious. Uh, I wish there was, I wish there was a way maybe in the comments, Steve put skip to this. <laughs> if yeah, you actually true. just want to get to the meat of the message. We still. Well, were the end of the comments? We told you we wanted to engage the audience a little bit more this time. We felt like sometimes we just talk the whole time. No, if you have a question, shoot it in the comments right now. We still got a few more minutes. Uh, Otherwise, we might start talking about snakes and woods again. Oh, can you believe that? It's crazy, right? No, we're done. We got to go. Hey, so whatever your God-given dream is, your God-given passion, we want you to search that out Mm -hmm. over the course of this this study, but also this week. Uh, If God has given you something that is breaking your heart search that out you know seek out some counsel get into the word and and see what god asking god to reveal to you if you don't know what it is definitely get on your knees and ask god to reveal that passion for you because obviously something has gotten blocked gotten in the way and you need to have your eyes open to what that passion is and you it probably is not going to surprise you or shock you no uh because you go oh man i have had that and i just pushed it aside so Whatever that is, identify that. Yeah, uh, and maybe next week we could talk about reasons like you might not even have a passion. Yeah. 
uh, because I think that's a common thing. Yeah. People are like, I don't even have a will to live. You know, I just do the same thing. Maybe we could talk about kind of how that gets put out. Absolutely, because next, next week is about if only. Right. The things that you miss. So, and if you, if it's that because you yeah, push I mean, it aside, then you're going to have an if only regret. Yeah, and, and you will. And you don't want to have an if only regret. There's a couple of things you don't want to have an if only regret in, right? Uh, for your family, right? Your wife, your husband. Certainly. You definitely don't want an if only. Uh, and some people, lots of people already have those. Yeah, and that's okay. you know, the beauty God's is we got it. He absolutely is. And, and we can move forward from there and he can restore and, and all of those things. Uh, but we're, we'll talk about that. If only idea okay. that how to look for your, how to work through your passion, that what if moment that God's giving us, how to stay away from the if onlys. I think that's actually a pretty smart way to, to yes. organize it, right? To look at the things that could be and say, let's, let's talk about how to stay away from that. And then to spend the next three weeks talking about, how we can get there, how we can get to that passion, right? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you have any comments or if you have any questions as you watch this not live, uh, you can leave them in the comments. We'll be sure to answer to answer anything you got it's going very on. Helpful. Thanks a lot. Hey, listen, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you again next Tuesday. And uh, we'll be praying for you.